This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. We got ourselves yeah. a major announcement here on the show, and it is not the return of Roberto Flores, our technical producer, although that's a biggie here big. behind the scenes. That is big. Uh, big. It means big. this show is going to go off the rails for sure. But we will get to that big announcement coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Yeah. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are, making us a part of your Thursday morning we appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And Brady Quinn, I can't help but notice that there's like, um, I don't know, like an air of greatness on this show today. I don't know what it is. It's like almost like I we're mean, it's, in an- it's always been here. Yeah. Yeah. I just think maybe you didn't recognize it. Like yeah. It, it yeah. wasn't being recognized for what it is. See, you know? I, I think we recognize yeah. it. I'm just not sure that everybody else recognizes it. But, but now you can't even dispute it. I mean, it feels like this show has got some sort of uh, an added oomph to it. You know what I mean? Like there's, some, yeah. there's something additional that's been added on top of the show and maybe somebody's credentials here. LeVar, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I mean, if you ever come back, we'll kill you. You remember the hyena? He didn't, he didn't have an answer. I, I tell you what, I'm still kind of in shock about it. Let me give you a backstory here. I thought when when Brady was talking about Coach Stoops and and congratulating, and I saw Al. Al Wilson's my guy. I saw, you know, he was being congratulated. I was like, man, I missed it. Like, I missed it, you know? I thought it was done. And I was sitting at home yesterday, and as I know it, the chapter of my life of football has officially come to a close. I hit my final resting place yesterday, man. Pretty cool. And what happened? Yeah, man. So so here, this is pretty cool, man. I'm sitting at home. And my oldest son came in town. He goes to Lackawanna uh, College in Pennsylvania. And he just got, him and his girlfriend just got in town yesterday. So I get the ball, I, I get I get, I get, get the box that's in front of my door. There's a box there. And I said, I, you know, grab it. I'm like, I don't get any boxes, by the way. I don't shop. I don't do anything. Everything my, my wife orders or my, my kids order, um, my daughter's. And I grabbed the box, and it's like LeVar on the box. I don't think nothing of it. I'm like, it's still the holiday, so I probably got a gift from somebody or whatever. And I go sit down, and my son walks in. I'm like more into my son and this, that, and the other. And so I sit down, I open up the box, and and I, I'm looking at it. I was like, this is a this is a cruel, this is a cruel joke. You know, it's pretty cruel. Um, it's a football. I see the football, and I look at it, and it's it's like congratulations i'm like what wait hold on and and so i started trying to figure out if there were like multiple publications or multiple <laughs> multiple awards that were given for for this and it was the national football foundation hall of fame man i, I, yeah. I got into the class of 2022 college football yeah. hall of famer that's lamar it, Arrington. that's, that's yeah. the one i wanted yeah hey. I'll never think about playing ever again. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could say I had a, a Hall of Fame worthy pro career, but I know in reality I didn't. And and so as I set my expectations on every every single thing that I've accomplished as as a player, 
the one thing that and, – and even when I was in the pros, when I left college, one, college always meant a whole lot more to me for some strange reason. I always felt like it was truly business once I got to the pros, and it just meant a lot to – I always told people if I could get into a Hall of Fame that meant the most to me, it would have been college. It would be College Football Hall of Fame just because, you know, I mean, I guess with portals now it's it's different, but your college is your college. You know, right. back in the day, that, that that's like that's not going to change. In the pros, your team can change, things can change in a heartbeat that you don't have any real control over. But in college, right. college is your college, right? Like you have friends you go to class with, you – you you hang out at the local pubs together. You you do all kinds of, you know, the the uh parties at the apartments and stuff like that. It's just so many different things that are connected to college that meant so much to the formation of who I became as as a man. And you know, I just I, I wanted this I wanted this pretty bad. I wanted this pretty badly, man. So I'm like I'm still in kind of like shock and disbelief about it. You know, when I told told the family and stuff like that, they were, they were like, you know, are you okay? Like, you don't seem to have like any real facial expressions. And I was like, I was kind of in shock because I thought I didn't get in. If you guys remember, like when when we were talking about it, Brady, like you were talking about Coach Stoops, I was like, man, yeah, that man. was for this past. That year, was though. for this this past year. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It's like I didn't, I didn't know. I, 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 I didn't even post anything, but I was like, yeah, dude, like they already announced that a while ago for him. I, mean, I didn't know. It's, it's like yeah. it's like you're thinking you read the wrong lotto numbers. I, I, was, yeah. I was so deep in thought, I just thought I missed it. Like ah, you maybe next he, year. You thought you threw away the winning ticket. I know. You're like, you're like yeah, what happened? Like, damn right? it! Maybe next year. I was like, this is a cruel joke i i didn't think they were picking until next january you know yeah. I, that's what i was thinking but i got it and thank you to the national football foundation and 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 the directors and everyone who played a part in it thank you to all my teammates you know thank you to my coaches shots out to joe rest easy uh yeah. man hard to hard to give a shout yeah. out to to my position coach and to our defensive coordinator um with everything that has happened but man it 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 was a tremendous – that was a tremendous ride. Man. That's awesome, man. Can, can I just say two things, Navar? Sure. You know, one, I, I think maybe college, and I want to speak for you, but but it might mean more in some ways too because, you know, college you have the, you have control over that decision where you go, where you choose Truth. to go. That is true. And, and that's the hard thing I think about the NFL is you don't. You're born into a situation where, I mean, not to make it applicable to, like, life – but there's some people who are born into situations where it's hard to get out Oof. and it's hard to battle through it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about colleges is like you at least have the opportunity to choose where you want to go and set forth on that path. Yeah. And your path was littered with greatness. Yeah, and, and that's it. why you're in the position you're in. But the one thing you said was like, you know, you're kind of closing this chapter of football. I, I hope you don't because just from working with you and knowing you, there's so many gifts and lessons that I think you have to share with so many people, and especially young people, about the game. So I, I hope it – I know you're saying, hey, it closes, it's kind of put RIP to that portion of it, but I hope that the teaching never, never stops. Yeah, I'm you with know, you. I hope that never stops for the game. I'm with you there. No, I'm with you there. Hey, listen, the game is 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 to be sold, not told, and I'm I'm all for giving it to, to all of the next generations of guys. Everybody knows that. So, yeah, I just – for me, I, I I told my I told my kids. My 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 daughter told me. Layla said, "You know, you should put that on a T-shirt." I said, "Come visit me. Come visit me at the College Football Hall of Fame. Don't go to my gravesite. 
Like, don't go, don't, don't worry about going to where I'm buried. Come, come see me in at the hall. Like that's that's how I felt. I felt yesterday. Like I can go now. Like if I left here today, I've I've put in place a legacy that's made my name more than what my father made it. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're you're supposed to when you're the son of a man. You're supposed to, or you're son of a uh, daughter of 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 a woman. You're supposed to further what your family is doing, what their legacy is. I've done my part for the legacy of my family. And and so that's that for me that it, it was one of the most amazing moments sitting there and and I just I shared it with my family like I I shared it with you guys um and it was just I, I don't know it's still kind of surreal you know to know that you did something significant enough and in a lot of your accolades after you play the game uh go into if you're going to be selected so they're looking at good citizens so I've tried to be an upright citizen in everything that I do. I've tried to be uh, a person of service, tremendous service. I've I've always given myself. I've never really done for myself. I don't I don't do anything for myself. So it, 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 to to have an award that kind of represents your your works. I've never received like a community service award. I was never up for Walter Payton Man of the Year. And and you know some people ask me that does that bother you? And I've always said to people if. If I can do service for for people on on a consistent basis, I don't necessarily need the accolades that go with it. I, I just want to be able to impact people's lives, and and as long as you're able to do that, and and I'm able to do that, I know that I'm going in the right direction for for what my life's purpose is. So you know, I I've never had any type of real awards in in terms of of that, but I felt like this was. A largely in part, a lot of what I've done post career would would lead because there's been a lot of lot of qualified dudes that are on on that list. So I'm just humbled, man. I'm humbled by it. I'm 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 you know I don't know, man. Just pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. And, cool. and one of the things that you said, and, and I know Brady's mentioned this before, and and it's really anybody that I've talked to who's played at the NFL or college, it's, you know, the NFL, when you get there, it is about the business, it's about the situation and circumstance, and so many things change, so many other factors come into it. But the last time you really, for a lot of guys that, that I've heard from, the last time they really loved and enjoyed football was at that college level, at that high school and college level. And it's a lot why we've talked about some of these bowl games, these kids that are getting games canceled that are their last opportunities to go out there and play with their guys, even if they're not a Hall of Famer. Just that era of their lives is so much fun, and they look back and they're so fond of it. And to see you be rewarded for for that era, is, it, that's awesome, man. You chose to go – like, I, I don't know about you, Brady, but I know for us, we as friends, you go on recruiting visits, you get to know people, and you know who the top guys are, and you start as friends. You're like, here's where we're going to go. We're going to go – we're going to go together as, and we're going to try to win it all – and I can recall there were about 10 dudes, 10, 10, 12 dudes that we all like we were going to camps together, going to the college camps. And we're like, you know, where do you think? What are we thinking? And we chose Penn State. And, and you know, we, we got rated number one at one point in time. We never, never sealed the deal. But I do think that there's something to be said also about the camaraderie of, man, I, I got – banged up by this dude wasn't too many dudes in high school that I went up against that banged me up a couple dudes banged me up and we're going to school and we're going to be 
playing on the same side of the ball and and on the same team together. So now we go from being opposition to we're comrades. And and that's, you know, I don't know. It, it made me think a lot about – it made me go through – the the mental emotional aspects of what what football has to offer and it's so funny you talking about uh bowl games because it's like my last bowl game in the Alamo Bowl against Texas A&M I didn't give it not one thought as to if I was going to play that game there were so right. many so many people asking like are you going to play you hurt your shoulder it came out are you are you just going to you know you've solidified yourself I said am I going to play that's Courtney Brown sitting right there. Like you look over there. There's Courtney Brown. I never saw a man look like Courtney Brown. There he is right there. There's Brandon Short right there. There's David Macklin. There's Derek Fox. Like there's David Fleischauer. There's Amani Bell. Am I going to play? Here's Mac Morrison right here. Mac's right next to me. Say hi, Mac. Like, am I going to play? <laughs> I get right. another opportunity to suit up. I'll never get the opportunity to play with this collection of guys ever again in my life. No matter how good I, 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 how good the teammates I had in the pros, this collection, this group of dudes that I sweat with, bled with, cried with, cramped with, whatever, I'll never get this opportunity again. I had to go play. I mean, it wasn't even a thought. But man, just, just, just humbled by it, man, and super, super, super stoked about it for certain, man. That's awesome. Call good me Hall, Hall of Fame. Uh, Lavar now, call, yeah, right. call, college Hall of Fame, Lavar. Now, you know, yeah, Hof or call, call me uh, college Hall of Fame, Lavar now. <laughs> Hof or, uh, and and it's in Atlanta, right? The uh, College Football Hall of Fame. It is in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. And the um, dinner's in in Las Vegas. That's right. At the oh, yeah? yeah. Next December, what, baby. What, yeah. uh, all right. So maybe uh, we gotta go. We yeah, gotta go. Maybe, <laughs> we gotta go. Be, all right. That's uh, that we sounds like a, like a dangerous weekend. But uh, all right, let's make it happen. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you Missed it. And for that, we turn it over to the superstar himself, Justin Cooper, in for Lee DeLapp. Coop, what the hell is going on? Thank you, Jonas. Now, there was some uh, interesting stuff in the latest uh, NFL-issued memo recently. Now, they're talking about uh, teams can be docked draft picks now and face major fines if they find uh, uh, interviews for you know uh, prospects are inappropriate now i don't know if you guys remember there's been some some weird stories like uh, des bryant uh, said that uh, he was asked whether his mother was a prostitute and whether she was yeah. using drugs yeah. um that's not funny jonas i mean <laughs> it's wow. it's so egregious wow yeah, and, like, I mean, wow bro like if, if somebody walked up to you and asked you that'd be like Wait, what? Like, that would be it, fighting it, words. Like, I, 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 you wouldn't have to say another word. I'd just deck you in your face. I, I mean, I, oh, might, I might have to be on that with you. Yeah. Uh, now, now, if AB had did something based off of that, I'd be all yeah. in with him. I mean, how do we know that there were in. more things said? I mean, I, That's a good point. I mean, I, I, Jonas knows Bruce Aaron. I mean, to- if they said, I'm going to cut you <laughs> so you could go back home and be with your prostitute mama, uh, I would be all in with AB. Yeah. Well, but listen. but make sure make sure that 
Make sure, make sure that because because they gonna come for Bruce Arians. <laughs> if that's, oh yeah, cancel culture is coming for Bruce Arians and something like that. Touchdown! <laughs> is your mama prostitute. Your mama, go, I'm gonna cut so you so ridic- you can go be at home with just, your your prostitute it's mama. So ridiculous. So so no more of those. Scoop. Yes, no, no yeah. more of those. I mean, more recently, you know, the guys were asked about their sexual preference. So uh, I guess you know. <laughs> What? They're putting, yeah. Uh, uh, Eli Apple, uh, Darius Geis. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. not racist. <laughs> Sexist. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, kind of. I, yeah, I, I guess. Orientationist. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, uh, man. They're also, uh, they're, they got rid of the Wonderlick. No, no more Wonderlick test. Because oh, uh, nobody so cared about it except the QBs and the linemen. It's not that no one cared. Like, you do need to have a baseline of testing, guys, and that was it. Like, it's no different in school where we act like baseline testing now is like ra- – I, I don't even want to get into this. It's such a dumb, dumb thing, man. <laughs> it's so stupid. Dudes were going up in that joint. B-A-B. B-A-D. D-A-D. Like, they were seeing how many times they could spell different words like cab, dad, ab. Like, come on, man. Here's what I don't get is you're about ready to invest possibly millions of dollars into an individual. Wouldn't you want to vet, and I'm not making a case for the stuff asking about someone's mama, but wouldn't you want to, as far as testing goes, from a physical, emotional, mental side, have all the data and information you could get? I mean, what other profession are you going into where you make that type of money for what it is that you're doing? Uh, can, okay, can, <laughs> but, okay. but that's what I'm saying is, so why wouldn't you test them and why, why would you get rid of things that give you some idea or degree of whether it's intelligence or how it, it ends up playing a part? I mean, is this the NFL, Is this the NFLPA who pushed for this? Because because the is this the NFLPA saying hey we may have lost our ass on the uh, new uh, new CBA but guess what uh, no more Wonderlic test guys uh, so you should feel better about hey, things. How about this? Why don't we just stop letting everything from the combine become public? Like hey, why don't we perfect? Like, like I remember going to the combine and guys were asked to be under oath whether or not they they did marijuana did drugs and they're like oh yeah this won't get out and of course literally a day after the combine ends. It gets out this list of guys who admitted to smoking weed. Rats. No, I just, it, that's how this thing operates. And so, and then what happens is we get these Wonderlick tests. You get guys who do ba- have bad scores or bad results. People make fun of them, and it's because it gets leaked out. It's like we, we, we tend to focus on the wrong things. It's like, all right, well, let's just stop testing guys in general, and let's just, you know, let's just get rid of that, and let's try to get rid of all this other stuff that could get leaked out. Why don't you stop the leaks? How about that? Yeah. Agreed. Jesus. Rats. That's a good point. What else you got, man? Let's, let's guys... get away from uh, you know selling selling things for sure. Yeah. Do you guys know what hitting the gritty is? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I guess I'm not. I'm uh, not I up on it. Cool. Let me let me let me in Who? on this. I, it's a dance I, move. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. The, yeah. the Jefferson yeah. dance. Brady, he yes. didn't get it, man. Okay. He, you know, it's not Wait, what? Brady yeah. knows everything. Yeah. Come on, are, you, are, you, are you co-signed on this, Jones? Yeah, the gritty. Come on. It's Everybody's what, uh, trying Justin, to do it now. Justin Jefferson does it every time he scores. Well, you better be uh, careful if you do it, right, Coop? Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, yeah. Apparently, Adam Schefter yeah. thinks oh, he, he, looked, he tore his ACL. He looked horrible nah, doing it. Was it meniscus or ACL? Meniscus. Okay. 
I, it would have been better if it was his ACL. Hey, I'd just be. I'm not uh, wishing I'll, ill on him, but okay. I'm just saying he looked horrible doing y- it. You guys have told me the turf at Soldier Field's pretty banged up. I think that's where it happened. So maybe we, so there he's, is something he's got. There. Oh, so he's uh, doing look, the AB. Just saying, maybe he's got a gripe. Maybe he's he's putting it out here. there. He's putting it out there that he, <laughs> he needs saying, an injury, like, uh, injury uh, settlement. I mean, yeah. The only problem is it's not going to prevent him from doing his job. Like his job's not contingent upon doing the gritter or anything. I could not get any more inside information due to the injury yeah. that I sustained to my it, knee. It would have been worse if he tripped and fell and broke his thumbs and he couldn't tweet or text anyone. Well, That'd be know, the issue. Well, maybe uh, you know, he can hit up uh, the Washington football team and uh, you know see if they can uh, confirm or deny the report. You know? <laughs> maybe he m- can go mis- lean up against m- one of them bleachers. Hey, hey Mr. Editor, <laughs> did I uh, tear my meniscus? Uh, Ziplock my knee! <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. With Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox, weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. We are going to get into another discussion, an interesting one uh, involving uh, the NFL and, uh, you know, just the same old typical stuff that's been out there involving one head coach uh, coming up in about 15 minutes from now. But right now uh, we turn it over to the great Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter for the MMQB. Uh, Albert, I don't know if you heard the news. Uh, LeVar Arrington, uh, brand new member, inducted to the 2022 class of College Football Hall of Famers, uh, as announced earlier on the show, and I know he gave uh, Ohio State some nightmares back in the day. <laughs> So, yeah, I think I actually like probably would have. Did you guys play in Columbus in '99? So I might have been at that game, or was it '98? I can't 98. remember. '98, '98, yeah, '98. Okay, yeah. So I would I would have seen you in person as a, when I was a freshman. Wow. So, uh, congrats, Levar. That's Thank awesome. you, sir. Thank you. Do, you. do you get a blazer then? Is it? Is it? I'm, look, I'm sitting here looking. I want a ring. I think they do have a ring. I think you get a medal in a ring. So. I just want to get okay. a Hall of Fame. He, he ring. can make a blazer. You got a tailor who can make one for yeah, you. Yeah, I get one. Is this still wasn't isn't isn't the College Football Hall of Fame in South Bend? It's right? in Atlanta. Was they moved to Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know why I Brady? You'll know why I knew that, right? Why I knew it was in South Bend? Because you went up to the Ohio State Notre Dame game back then. No, because of Jimmy Clausen. That's why. Oh God, that whole announcement. <laughs> what he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when he came out with his four he, sectional rings or whatever in a limo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They looked like like the, the like Jostin's class rings you get when you're in high school, you know. Yeah, that's like winning. The, that's like winning your region in like PA or Ohio. It's like you're not even getting the state championship. I was like, oh god, that's not a good sign. Hair. That's all I remember was the spiky hair and the four rings. Oh well, uh, I'm not gonna hate on the hair. The hair was like the style back then, especially that the was the style back then. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Have you been trying to do the gritty anytime um, in the near, you know, 
present time? I have not done. I have not done the gritty. Okay. I don't think anybody right. would want. I don't think anybody would want to see me try to, to I, try I, to do the gritty. I certainly would want to be one of those people who would see you try it. <laughs> I would love to see. It. <laughs> I would enjoy <laughs> yours from Personal. Albert. I would yeah. love to see what that looks like. Personal, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Albert, so I'm curious. I might pull a hamstring or something if I try. Well, it. Or or tear a meniscus. <laughs> yeah, or Schefter something. tore. Yeah. Schefter allegedly tore his meniscus doing the gritty. So uh, we're looking out for uh, your well-being. Yeah. Um, so I got to ask you. We we've been hearing the same usual suspects as far as coaches who could be on the it seems like Matt Nagy is going to get fired every week in Chicago but heading into this weekend I mean are, are there some some coaches that maybe we need to be aware of because usually it's six or seven it feels like every year as far as the turnover goes we've yeah. already seen Urban Meyer be one of them John Gruden the other those for you know other issues outside of just the bad on-field play especially in Jacksonville but who yeah. are who are a couple of guys we need to be on the lookout for that could be a surprise firing to some uh, come Monday? Well, so we we, we have three um, that I think we we, we know now. Um, if you include Nagy, uh, then you can add that uh, um, to Vegas, which obviously Gruden's already gone, and um, and Jacksonville. And I think Minnesota is trending that way, so that would be four. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't know if there will be more firings, but I think there could be more movement. Um, there's just a lot of rumblings on Sean Payton's future in New Orleans. And I don't personally know if he is of any mind to get up and leave. But I, I think he's going to have offers from television networks. I think he's going to have maybe an opportunity to go to Chicago. Like, I think that there are going to be opportunities in front of him. Um, and I think that there's a possibility then that that could be the fifth one. Um, and, you know, then I think you look at Denver, then that would get you to six. Um, and Denver, I think, I, I would have told you 50 50 a, a week ago. Now they're eliminated. Probably more likely that George Payton, the new GM, wants to go out and get his, new, his own guy. So that gets you to six. Um, and, and again, like I'm not as certain about New Orleans, but I, I think we're going to be right in that like six that, that range of about six when we come out of the weekend, and um, that's lower than normal. Um, you know, the interesting thing is is that I think what that could set the stage for is an absolute explosion of openings in 2023, where it could be nine, ten, eleven, um, because I do think that there are going to be some teams like the Giants, like the Panthers that probably hold on to their coaches, but then, you know, their coaches are going into next year in a very precarious position. Yeah, I don't I don't really get why, you know, the Giants have decided to just to make Joe Judge a lame duck. It seems like that thing is just headed into a tailspin. I want to ask you about Mike Zimmer, though. I find that decision a bit fascinating only because he'll leave with a, lo- or with a winning record. And when yep. you think about the fact that he's won two NFC North titles during his time there, he's been to an NFC Championship game. You know, he's they're seven, eight, and one, I believe, over his tenure in Minnesota yeah. versus the Packers. That's pretty darn good, considering what he's going up against in Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, one of those losses came with a backup at Sean Mannion. And look, I know Rodgers has missed some time as well over that period, but but it's still kind of. I mean, Mike Zimmer said it himself. He'll have a job at a heartbeat. Am I wrong in that assessment? Did he have another head coaching job in a heartbeat? Well, at a minimum, a defensive coordinator job. Yeah. Oh, I, I think yeah. he'll get another oh, yeah. head coaching job, too, though, with, with at least what he's been able to do. I mean, 
Mike, look, like you won't you won't find me criticizing Mike Zimmer for the job he's done. I think, you know, considering the circumstances and that he that he hasn't had, and all due respect to Kirk Cousins, he hasn't had a superstar quarterback there. Um, to be able to make it into the playoffs, three of his first six years, and then you know the last two years be close, um, you know, playing in that division, I think he's done a good job. I just I just think the feeling there is that things may have run their course. And it happens. You know, I, 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 I'm with you, Brady, in that I think, like, for example, like if Dan Quinn were to get, like, the, the job, the head coaching job in, say, you know, Denver, right, and Dallas had an opening for, the defensive, for their defensive coordinator job, and the Joneses would crash a Brinks truck into, into Mike Zimmer's house to get him to be their defensive coordinator. So I think he would be in demand. Um, uh, literally, to, to by the way, too, right? Like they would literally do that, knowing that Jerry Jones and the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm just making sure. I mean, I mean, they could, they, they could, they could certainly, they could certainly find one. I, I can tell you that. Um, yeah, I, I like so. I, I'm with you on that. Like, and I, but I just think it's gotten to the point where it's run its course. They had thought about this two years ago, and um, and then the, the the Vikings rallied at the end of the year and made it into the playoffs, and no one ever really talked about it again. But it was sort of heading in this direction two years ago. So the owners there have had it in their head that they could do this. Um, they hang on, you know, last year's last year, it's COVID, everything else. And I think, you know, like this coming into this year, they were thinking about the idea of a significant restructure on the football side. And it could like include like Rick Spielman getting reassigned too, um, their general manager there. Um, and so I just think that maybe it's come to the point now where, you know, pe- the people there feel like it's run its course. What's the latest on – I mean, we've seen the reports on the A-B situation. What's Have you gotten any more information outside of what his latest uh, release uh, statement has been? What, what, what are, what's being discussed about it? Well, I mean, I think one thing that's sort of interesting here, LeVar, um, and you guys can both kind of um, – you guys can relate with this as athletes. Maybe not so much you, Jonas. Um, but, oh, uh, oh, oh, come on. Oh, what's up with that? Hey, come on. Hey, Albert, come on. Albert, I want a, I want come a, on, Albert. Albert, I want a family horseshoe tournament I'm back not, in I, Hey, Jonas, Jonas, I, Jonas, I'm on your side of the fence. I'm not saying I'm one yeah. either. I'm saying Brady Lamar can, yeah. can relate with uh, this. Jonas has uh, a, uh, Andy you know, Katzenmoyer uh, barbed wire <laughs> around his arm. So. Yeah, that's true. Hey, 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 like Brady said with the spiky hair, the barbed wire was in back in the night. Damn right it was. Damn right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, look, I think with, with A.B., like, like, like there, he has a chronic condition in his ankle. And so, like, this is sort of, like, going to come into, like, a gray area about what really happened there. Because I think the Bucks' argument here is going to be you played through it with us for two years, and you, you never really complained about it. It's acted up on you at times, and we've managed it when it's acted up on you. But you can't say, like, but now you're using this to try to, you know, to try to try to get more money out of us. And so, I think that that's the gray area here when when there's that question over. Wait, 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 you know, wait, 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 wait out. So, are you saying yeah. he, he wasn't going to hit his incentives, his escalators? So this is the next best thing is to approach it this way to try to get more money out of the scenario. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can't tie it directly to the incentive. Ooh, that's kind of saucy. I mean, it is. It is. I I like it. I can't can't tie it directly to the incentives. 
what, but what I can tell you is that, like, that ankle issue was a chronic issue for him. And so, like, you guys know this. Like, what happens a lot of the time is, like, a guy will play through something like that for, you know, years on end and never say anything about it while he's managing it, right? And so, like, the question is literally going to come down to what was said on the sideline. I don't think there's going to be any dispute that he had the ankle issue because it was a chronic issue and it was there. So it, it literally is going to come down to what Antonio Brown said to Bruce Arians on the sideline. And because it's in a stadium, you know what I mean, like in a loud stadium, uh, like there may only be two people who actually know what was said in that conversation. Mm. God, that's well. I mean, there is the throat slash gesture that was uh, reported, so maybe there's some uh, some. Uh, video I mean, I have that. to think, you know, guys. I have to think there has to be all twenty two video that shows. It has that, to right? be. Yeah. That's what I keep saying. I mean, and, and hey, you know what, Albert Jonas only watches all twenty two, so all, he should be able to find this. He should what I do. Film guy. <laughs> he should yeah. already seen it. Hey, yeah. listen, uh, Knox has X's and O's in it, so listen, I'm a film guy, Albert. That's that's the that's way right. I work here. You know, that's like the way him. this is done. Uh, he's uh, Albert Breer. Uh, get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Uh, he is with the MMQB Senior NFL Reporter. Always appreciate it, Albert. Let's do it again next week, man. Appreciate you. Right. Thanks, Big Al. Right, thanks, Happy Go New Year. And congrats, LeVar. That's Thank awesome. you so much. Thank yeah. you. There Thank you is. very much. Uh, the great Albert Breer uh, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. <laughs> All right, Brady Quinn, uh, a, a professional show so far. Uh, what else <laughs> yeah. we got for you? Oh, cool. um, let's start off with kind of a, a heartwarming story, if you will. Uh, a couple newborns, but this one's interesting. How often do you find twins that are born with different birthdays and in different, different years? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it's kind of true. Alfredo Trujillo, he was born at 11.45 p.m. 15 this past later. December 31st. And, yeah, 15 minutes later, you had Aylin Trujillo born on, obviously, the 1st of January and, 2022. And how does that work? That because sucks. it's 2021, 2022, so you would think that they're older at 2021. Yeah, it's a good But point. they're the same age. I know it's weird. Man, that sucks. And, and and for and for record's Why? sake, you actually have to record it the way that it it comes out, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's I had my daughter came out 15 minutes after after her um after her brother. We had forgot that she was in there. <laughs> we were so into we were so into you're, him. You're already, you're already at the bar. A we drink. were so into him. <laughs> like, oh. Listen, we were all around him. Like, look how beautiful he is. Oh my goodness. Oh my. We here. Ah! <laughs> I, had to, I had to go catch the, the second one. Hold on. This story doesn't stack up. Yeah. You're saying we. We. No, you're saying we. Yes. Someone else is giving birth to a second child. I think I think there was probably some thought in her head that, like, yeah, there's still another one in there. Like, no. She was she was laying down. She was resting. Well, I don't know what she was thinking at that moment. <laughs> I don't know. But I know the, the family, you know, we're standing around the baby. And, yeah. and we're like, ah, oh, this, that kind of forgot. That there was oh, another man. one that had to come. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was oh, a good amount. You just admitted that. 15 minutes is a lot of time. That and is she, true. She was peaceful. Like, 
It wasn't like she was sitting there in contraction. She was peaceful. So we're looking at the baby. Next thing you know, you hear, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I turned and ran around. See, I reacted. I caught that yeah. baby. You know, I feel bad for these uh, these twins that were born on December 31st and January 1st. Because, you know, I mean, they should get their own birthdays. They're not. Because uh, majority of people are cheap asses, and they're just going to want to throw an all-in-one inclusive birthday, and they're not going to be able to separate. But see, oh, I think that that's terrible. cool because that creates uniqueness of being Here, a twin with a different birthday. Yeah, but like that you is, do a joint birthday. True. I mean, they sucks, get their own man. day. Like, no, I don't think problem. they will. I don't right, think they will. What we got, Bree? To, to Jonas's point, okay. here's the problem. Here we go. Is when they get older and they try to do a joint birthday, they might say, hey, I don't want to. And so Alfredo has his on the 31st. Aylin has... There's on the first. And what happens is everyone's hung over from Alfredo's. Oh. So Aylin's ends up being a bummer. Yeah, it's like, that's a good no one wants to get, go to that birthday You got to get your own friends, and then the family has to just push yeah. through. That's a good exactly. point, man. Exactly. Yeah. Mom, mom and dad mom are going to be really hung over. They got to yeah. push through. Yeah, I didn't think about the 21st birthday aspect. Yeah, that yeah. kind of throws a wrench into things. That kind of yeah. sucks. Well, listen, Because the one twin can go out and drink legally while yeah. the other one has hey. to wait until midnight. Get, get started yeah. on a fake ID while you're at it. Antonio Brown knows some people. So. Jesus. What? All right. That's a wow. vax card. Uh, let's, that's, let's, that's not, that's not an ID. Oh, it's a vax card. That's not good. Right. Right. I apologize. So for those of our listeners who don't know, Jonas likes to give off scratch-off tickets as gifts. Damn which right. I won look, nothing. I know. Yeah. You were one of the probably many out there that scratched yeah. it off and not won anything. Scratched it. Hey, Coop won <laughs> 14 bucks, happened. by the way. Justin Cooper okay. won $14. All okay. Right. Well, how about this then? A North Carolina man. Won 250 bucks off a scratch-off ticket it. earlier in the day on New Year's Eve. He then decided to test his luck again. So five hours later before midnight, he bought a $20, uh, I believe it was another scratch-off, but like a higher-priced one, and he ended up winning a million dollars out of that. Oh, so how about Jesus. that? That's good math. Yeah. And now, yeah, okay, never play again, right? Because you, you've got no chance at ever winning again. Law of Hollywood averages would Henderson tell you. Did. Oh, that's right. You won twice? Yes. Really? Yes, Hollywood Henderson won the the lottery twice. I yes. mean, that's wow. unbelievable. Truth. What's the chances of that? I don't know. That's terrible. Now, by the way, can I just say this? If you're spending twenty bucks on a single scratcher, you got problems. Like, he already uh, won two hundred and fifty, so he's know, way ahead. I know, but like, come on, man! Like twenty bucks on a scratcher. But like, come on! He said, "Hey, he's he's playing with house money at that point." I, I got I that million it. dollars. This yeah. is me, Pac-Man. <laughs> I, I, I this would, is me. No, I'm just gonna guess. I'm here. a scratcher, scratch offer. I'm just gonna guess that uh, the lot of scratchers weren't the only purchase that day at uh, the Seven Eleven or whatever. Oh, uh, probably not. Yeah, probably, probably not. a, a, a four. Had a little beer. Yeah, yeah forty. Maybe some yeah. uh, thirty-two uh, ounce. Yeah, Thir- thirty-two ounce. Little, little Mad Dog twenty twenty. Oh, know? not MD twenty twenty twenty. All right, <laughs> we got. Do we got time for one more? Come yeah. on, run it! Hell yeah, man! Right. Run it! All right, this is a very, very unique way of reminding people to get their vaccine shot or or booster, <laughs> whatever, wherever we're at now. Okay, in Hamburg, Germany, a farmer tricks seven hundred sheep and goats. All right, using bread. Tricked them. Tricked them. Okay. He used bread oh. to create a 330-foot syringe oh, wow. that could be seen from aerial view wow. to encourage and remind people to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, he could have just had Dirk Diggler lay on his back. I, I, I feel like there might be, you know, tricking all those sheep to fall in a line to do all do something. I feel like there might be an like underlying joke there. <laughs>
Uh, I, I think so. You think too. so? I think it's on yeah. the other side. I, of it. I, I think he might be actually <laughs> aerial view of so? the sheep. It's like that uh, California state flag, the uh, the dirt sh- diggler, the, the sheep with the N95 mask. Yeah, oh, that's it. <laughs> Boogie nights. It's in me. <laughs> <laughs>